and welcome to a special conference championship edition of the Great Iron Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Huck Breeze, and I am joined here by Scott Shedig. Scott, it's been a while, man. It's been, you know, a little bit more than a month. How are you doing? I'm doing about as good as I can be. I mean, it's it's been a crazy month. It's been a crazy time. It's good to be back. It's, you know, I didn't realize I'd miss it. It's It's nice. You know, you got to... You got to talk some football and whether it's, you know, cracking a beer open together at a bar or on a mm-hmm. Zoom call, you know, you need you, you need to I need I got some fucking football rants I got to get out, you know? Yeah, we got three games left on the football slate until we head into the offseason. Uh, and, you know, you, you wish that you had a better foot face football season. You wish the Texans would have done better, you, you know, uh, but but it is what it is. You know, you can't win every season. You can't. Uh, every season can't be a celebration. So uh, here we are again, watching the Chiefs, um, watching the Packers, watching the Bucks. Uh, Bills are a new face, but um, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the rest of the season. Let's let's squeeze as much football as we can out of uh, this year before we have to head into the off season. Um, but before we get into the games for the conference championships, the games that are coming up later today. Let's recap this fantasy football season. This was, this was a, you know, one for the books for sure. Uh, so we have a new fantasy champion, Cameron. This is third championship in, uh, in the gridiron uh, in our, I guess it's 18 years now. One thing that I wanted to point out was that uh, in Cameron celebration tour, he started out with a few cameos. Uh, I think he got Mick Foley um, and the actor. Yeah. I, I don't recall his name. The actor from uh, uh, Owen Gardner. <laughs> yeah, Rookie of the Year. Uh, yeah. He told them both, I, I believe it was 17 years. Um, it's 18 years uh, of the gridiron. So um, no big deal. Maybe you can get him to do it again or something like that. Pretty, pretty uh, just email him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it's longer than you thought. Uh, but how do you feel about about the finish for the gridiron? Tell me, tell me your thoughts. Well, I'm, I mean, first of all, I'm just glad we were able to have a complete season, regardless of yes, they were a little shifting around and a few players missed here and there. The fact that they were able to play every game though is pretty amazing that they were able to pull that off, and I'm glad we were able to have a football season this year because not too long ago we were talking about whether there was you know it was even going to be a possibility. So it, it was, I mean, yes, obviously we both would have wanted to had a better season and you know for the Texans to have a better season and the Steelers not finish as they did and so on and so forth but it's exactly like you said you you don't win championship every year at the end of the year there's only one happy team every single year yeah that's just you know that's just how the cookie crumbles and this year as a fantasy wise I mean I never could have I never would have guessed that Cameron would have uh would have won his third championship going into the playoffs. I mean, yes, he everybody has a chance, but just looking at the playoff looking at the teams in the playoffs, I was like, Oh, well, yeah, you got your favorites, you got your maestro and your notorious, who, you know, both got knocked off kind of early. Uh Disco Lemonade, I thought was always a strong team, but I didn't see him getting the championship in those regards. But then when he got there, even he looked like a strong favorite against Cameron and out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, Cameron comes in with his third ship. Yeah, I mean, it does show you that anybody can win once you get into that that end of the year tournament. Uh, you know, for better or worse. And I, I think he's the third team, I believe, that's going to be seven and six that's going to win a championship. So, uh, you know, that's something different. Um, I've talked about this before, and in no way am I trying to be pompous or 
uh, you know, braggadocious, but I will say between four people, me, you, Riggs, and uh, Cameron, now we have 10 championships uh, out of the 18. So we have more than the rest of the league, uh, people who are currently in and people who have won that aren't in the league uh, combined. So um, would I have liked to see a different outcome? No offense to Cameron. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to see uh, somebody new win, uh, you know, uh, for, for multiple reasons. I like to see uh, a variety of winners. I like, I love seeing chase come out and, and, you know, the joy in his face and him experiencing, uh, you know, all this, the new, uh, you know, celebrations and the feelings and the congratulations and the, you know, going through the whole process of the draft and getting the trophy. And so it's all a, a, a really exciting time. Uh, yeah. and, and this will be, a you know, Cameron's third time. Um, but, and also, you know, from a selfish point of view, I was the only one with three championships. I now have to share that with somebody else. Uh, you know, somebody that must be rough. It, it's not, it's, it's not that rough, but, <laughs> but you know, it is, it is one of those things that I'm never one to go out and say, Hey, you know, I have three championships. You have two, you suck or, you know, whatever. So it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> really, sure you've said exactly that. No, no, absolutely. I, 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 I don't. The, championship shame. <laughs> no, I don't championship shame. And one of the things that's important that it's one of my mantras is that when you're on top, when you're winning, you don't talk shit to the losers. Why would you, why would I, the guy with three championships, talk shit to the losers? I have nothing to talk shit about. It's, I'm on top, and you know I'm on top. So, you know, my fantasy football record, talk, my fantasy football record uh, tells the story. I don't need to say anything else. Um, and, and it does, it's the same for Cameron now, too. You know? I think it's Cameron top, cuck bottom. I'm sure. I mean, whatever, if you want to, uh, you know, try to to uh you know we can have a separate conversation on that but regardless three championships each uh and and congratulations to him you know it's it's uh it it's we like you said we wouldn't have guessed that he would have been the winner uh when he started out uh from week one i believe his his running backs were like zach moss and i Honestly, can't remember. <laughs> it was now, well, Dalvin Cook killed it for him in the in the stretch. I mean, he still put up over two hundred in the championship, so it was right. no. He didn't. He didn't limp over the finish line. Uh, his his win over Michael was. I mean, it was mediocre. as one sixty nine, one fifty four, uh, which still got the job done. And you know, Michael had been putting up two hundred points every week, and that was one of his lowest weeks. Mm-hmm. So that was. I mean, after that, and he put up two hundred nine in the championship game against. Uh, against Neil missing what two players like that was that was just crazy and I know I I feel for Neil because the next week I think uh Neil's team went off like it like the week that we didn't play after the championship his team just went nuts and I was like oh god that that's rough (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um absolutely uh but yeah you know he made the right moves. Uh, he, he put up those numbers even without a running back and without a, a defensive back. So it's just one of those years. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll continue. We'll go in the off season. We'll try to regroup, uh, put together a, um, a better game plan for next year, maybe something different. And, uh, you know, hopefully we all get to meet up and, and 
and uh, drafts this year. So one thing I want to talk about on that subject is uh, next year's draft. Where would you, if you were picking, which you're not, you didn't make playoffs, uh, where would you pick to go? I don't know. I've heard a lot of talk about Colorado. Um, I think that would be pretty awesome. I know there's some people that live close by too. I don't know if they would be happy that they don't have to spend a bunch of money and travel as far or upset that they don't get to go somewhere new. You know, you're kind of a double-edged blade, but I I think saving some money can never hurt. And there's a lot of cool places out there. You know, there's a lot of great, uh, great uh, wilderness to see and things like that. that We could have a nice weekend at. Uh, people were talking about Canada. I think that just, as great as that might be, it just might be a little tricky this year doing international travel and all, mm-hmm. uh, especially with such a large group. So, because I'm starting to hear uh, about some quarantine restrictions and things like that uh, for travel. Granted, we have a while, so hopefully that things are uh, a little bit better climate by then. But yeah, I, I really like I like the I like the Colorado train. Colorado. Okay. All right. What I, do you think? I I've been thirsty for since it's August. Um, and, and again, I want to preface this by saying to people out there like Michael, like, uh, you know, others that sit there and think that they have some kind of, uh, say in this, uh, where we go, that this is just my opinion and I don't have any control because again, I got eighth. It was just an awful, uh, playoff showing for me, but I would like, uh, to go to a beach. I mean, it's August. I want to hit the beach. I want to have a few brews. I want to have some seafood. Uh, you know, I want to go somewhere where it's sunny and, uh, you know, and the, the water's clear, you know, maybe some Florida, some Cali. I would love to do that, but, that would um, be fun. but yeah, but you know, maybe I can save that for, for one of the, uh, one of the upcoming years, uh, sometime, but Beat draft. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, we used to draft in July. We could just do it like, uh, like back in the day. Man, we used to draft in July. Think of how long <laughs> the time between draft and the first game of the season. We're at like a month and a half. Uh, uh, teams are still like finalizing their depth charts and we've drafted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it does create a – and moves just go flying off the table. But it does create a, um, a nice like buffer of – unknown players that you might pick up uh, prior to the season. I mean, we forget Justin Jefferson wasn't drafted. <laughs> uh, and that was one of Cameron's good. best players. I mean, we're yeah. talking about a second or third round player. Uh, you talked about it, especially uh, earlier this season. Somebody that's in the free agent pool that we didn't draft is going to be a top player. Uh, Justin Jefferson was that guy. when We decided yeah. to pass on him as collectively as a group. And he came out and had a spectacular season. So, um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. So enough about the fantasy football season. I'm sure we'll talk about it on – we'd like to have these podcasts uh, either weekly or biweekly, even in the off season, just to talk about football, talk about, you know, whatever um, leading up into next season. I know it's going to be a long off season, and we're all going to miss football. Uh, but, you know, just something to, to keep our juices flowing. Um, but let's talk about these games today, these conference championship games. Um, what I want you to do is I want to tell me who wins and then give me a player to look out for today. Somebody who's going to just dominate somebody that, uh, that's just going to have a great game. So let's talk, um, first let's go Packers bucks. That's the first game of the day. Uh, tell me what you think. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think Rogers versus Brady, I think it's going to be down to the wire. It might come down to 
you know, who has the ball last. Uh, the Their regular season matchup was a much – it wasn't as close of a game as people thought it was going to be. The Bucks dominated. That was a while ago. Packers have been playing a lot better since then. I still think the Bucks are going to edge it out in this one. I think the guy to watch is probably uh, Devin White. Okay. That guy is a beast, and he was—he yeah. didn't—he did, I don't think he played in the first game. Uh, he was—he was a little out, and they still did had a great day. And their defense is opportunistic and hungry. Uh, between him and Levante David, their pass rush—they've got—they've got playmakers in all uh, all levels of the uh, defense right there. I think they're going to have—they're going to be the difference in the game because the Packers defense just does not make as many plays. They really live or die off of Rogers just creaming people. Which he usually does, and I'm sure he'll still get. Uh, he'll still have some great touchdown passes to uh, Devontae Adams and stuff. So he'll still have a day. But I think the Bucks are going to come out on this one. Yeah, it's. I'm going to agree with you here, but and we are talking about maybe there being uh, precipitation in this game. Uh, you really? know, there's going to be some okay. snow, absolutely, uh, and so. I don't want to say that Rogers is going to have a bad game because obviously he's used to playing in the snow. I mean, um, and he's been to the NFC championship before, never at home, but he's been in the AFC championship before NFC championship before. Uh, this is, we talked about this last week um, with Brady breeze as being like, okay, soak it in. This might be the last time you see both these people on the field. This may not be the last time you see Rodgers and Brady on a field. I'm sure both of them will play next year. I mean, they're both playing at a very high level. Uh, but this is definitely a game to watch. This is a heavyweight oh, matchup yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, we're talking about a, a two Hall of Famers, um, two of the best in the league. I mean, this is these are people who were, we were drafting in the first round in our fantasy league uh, over a decade ago. And now it's 2020. I mean... If you put it to put it in a different perspective, let's just say in 2030, I'm talking about, you know, Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes, like we're talking about today, yeah. uh, playing in another game. We're, we're talking about, you know, some some guys that have been uh, figures in, in football for a long time. Um, so, again, I don't think either of these guys have a terrible day. I think that, it, you know, I, Drew Brees had a terrible day last weekend. Um, I don't think either of them have shown that. But what I will say is strength schedule. Um, the Bucks came out and punched the Saints in the mouth last week with their defense. Their defense is amazing. Um, I've tried to keep Devin White under, the, like you said, uh, keep Devin White under the radar. Um, I've drafted him every year. He's been in the league thus far. And I, I obviously after last week, um, you know, cause said it in the group chat. Once he made that pick, I'm going to draft Evan White next year. He has become, uh, somebody that everybody knows who, uh, who he is now. He's, he's, he's a dominant middle linebacker. Um, yeah. he makes plays. He can sack you. Um, he, he gets run, run up on blitzes. Um, he's got great pass coverage. He is a great linebacker, top five linebacker in the league. Um, but on top of that, if, if in uh, Antoine Winfield, you know, Shout out to the Woodlands. Antoine Winfield comes out and plays. Um, then, you know, that'd be great. I don't know. He's a little bit injured. Um, but the Bucks defense, you know, it's not 2003. It's not uh, Gruden's defense from, from when we were in high school. But it's a great D. 
and uh, and I think that they're gonna, especially in the snow, um, make Rogers throw it away, put some pressure on Rogers uh, with Shaquille Barrett, uh, JPP, Devin White, uh, Vita Vea is gonna play today, which is a which is a huge upgrade, um, and Anton Winfield coming off the edge, they're gonna put some pressure on him. And you might see some uh, some passes that are thrown errant, um, but or you might see a pick. I know Aaron Rodgers, one of those guys that just doesn't throw picks. Um, he's, on a the, he's a gunslinger, but he but he doesn't throw picks. He's as far as touchdowns to interception ratio, I think he's one of the best in the league, maybe best ever uh, to do that. Uh, he throws less than five picks like every year. Uh, that's just what Aaron Rodgers does. Um, but on the offensive side. Uh, the Brady's played in snow before he's come out and Brady's played in everything before. Come on. He's, he's the best quarterback of all time. And it's not really opinionated. Um, uh, and he's going to come out and he's going to be competitive. He's going to yell at his O-linesman just like he always does. He's going to come out and, uh, and, and probably hit. Now this is the, the I'm jumping to the gun on somebody. I think he's going to have a great day. Scotty Miller. Okay. And Antonio. Brown's up there. Antonio Brown's not playing today. Um, is he not? No. Oh, oh, he's out. Right, so no Antonio Brown. So you're going to have Evans, you're going to have Godwin. They're going to be covered up. They, that's going to be something you got to concentrate on. But you get, again, it's going to be snowy. Um, throwing the ball deep downfield to Mike Evans might not – I'm not saying it won't happen, but it might not be the, your first choice. Um, if you're going to want to get the ball out, especially on third and short, on second and short, uh, you know – you're gonna get it, Scotty Miller. You're gonna get it, to Godwin, and you're gonna have him run upfield. Um, oh, so look, look for, for Scotty Gronk Miller or Gronk. Yeah, absolutely. Look for uh, for for Gronk and Scotty Miller to have uh, good games underneath, and uh, you know really make some plays. So um, I think Bucks win. I think Bucks cover. I think uh, this is a great game. This is one of these games that we talk about for years to come. Um, it's going to be tightly contested, but the Bucks will come out on top. Um, honestly, from a gambling perspective, I, I I'm not playing the Bucks. I'm not playing. To be honest, no. I'm not playing either. I'm playing uh, player props today. Okay, it, I would I would lean more towards the Packers if they had sixty five thousand screaming fans there. They've got a lot of fans. It's uh, not. I, I would, they got like twenty, right? Right. There, there's going to be fans for sure. Okay. Um, but so, it's not it's not full stadium. It's that's gonna be different. I think next year when like the first game with the full stadium is gonna be nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that uh, in Buffalo last week, um, you know, uh, who who did Buffalo play last week? They played uh, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson deal with that. Bills fans were going nuts, and Bills fans are gonna be Bills fans. So, um, yeah, just something to watch. I I'm taking Bucks, and then I'm taking Bucks in the points. And honestly, if I had to guess. Uh, the, uh, total for this game is 54.5. Very high, super high. I would take the under on that. Um, I agree by a good amount. So, uh, you know, what? if you tease that, you might have a good game as well. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's what I think of this game. What I want you to do is tell me this next game that's coming up at night. This is a game that is going to be uh, that a lot of people have a lot of feelings on. Chiefs, Bills, who wins, and then give me a player for look out for to look out for today. 
Uh, this is going to be a great game. I, I, I do love to see, you know, some new faces in the championship game. So seeing the Bills getting there for the first time in a long time, it's, it's pretty great for, for their franchise. Obviously, the Chiefs are back. I, I still think they're just a little bit too dominant because uh, it's more than just it's more than just Mahomes and he's playing today. So they ran for over 200 yards last time they played them. The Bills defense is too small to really stop the run. Their, their defensive line is undersized. The Chiefs could run the ball three out of four plays and be fine. And Mahomes bomb it on the last one. Uh, I think Josh Allen will play great. I think. You know, he'll make plays, but the Chiefs defense at the end of the last week looked really fast and they were just storming to the ball. And I, I think the player to watch actually is Tyron Matthew on the defense. He's yep. he, he's really he's been playing great football the last couple of weeks. So uh, I see him dictating a lot of what's going to happen on the field. So it, it's going to be a great game, though. Should be should be a really good game. Glad I'm really glad Mahomes got cleared because it would have been not that Henny's not terrible, but he's not he's not Mahomes. So if Mahomes didn't play, you know, you take the Bills. The Bills become the favorite. Easy. Um, so there's some interesting aspects to this game. And the first thing I want to talk about is um, from the people I've talked to uh, and the people I've seen in the gambling world, everybody wants the Bills to win. People want to see a Buffalo Super Bowl. I get that. I understand been a long long time quarter of a century um we were eight nine last time the bills were in the super bowl i get that but the logic and the statistics are with the chiefs so from a football fan uh perspective I want to watch Super Bowl with the Bills. I would love to see like a Bills Packers or Bills Bucks classic, you know, matchup that we remember from years to come. Um, but I think this is just a another Chiefs Super Bowl that blurs together with a bunch of other Chiefs Super Bowls that we're talking about um, over a, over a four or five year span. So I do think even even on one foot, you, you know, Mahomes got diagnosed with turf toe. So uh, he's going to struggle with that. We might not see any 20-yard runs uh, with Mahomes. In fact, I, I'm sure we see less than 10 yards rushing from him today, um, not only because uh, his turf toe, but the just fear of getting hit and getting another concussion and having to see uh, Henny playing against the Bills is just enough fear to keep him in the pocket. Now, be, uh, this might be another game that's uh, that's got weather problems. Uh, you know, th- there's chance particip- uh, precipitation. Uh, it's a night game. It's going to be cold as shit in the 30s. Um, and you're not, you may not see Tyreek Hill blow him out on the back end. Um, what I think you will see, you won't see any Sammy Watkins, Le- Le'Veon Bell, all these old Steelers are sitting out today on these conference championships. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> they, they don't want any part of it. Right. <laughs> they don't want any part of it. Uh, but you will see, um, again, a guy I've been hyping up for since he came in the league, Miko Hardman, playing that wide receiver two spot, um, and Tyreek Hill. It, can you tell me something that Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman have in common? Fast as fuck. Fast as fuck is right. Um, but they, they can get rushing yards. They they get end arounds, yeah. End arounds. 
screens, um, reverses. reverses. When you're playing in the snow, that's a freaking awesome tool to have. Is a little handoff, a uh, little uh, bump pass where he get he, he gets a snap and just throws it up in the air, and the person takes off with it. Um, Reek and Mikol are the best in the league at that, and I think that that's where they dominate today is on all these crazy runs. You'll have uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's going to come back, and I think that he's going to be utilized. Um, I also think that they utilize the other Williams that they have uh, yeah. in, the, in the backfield. Yeah. And they just run it around, play all these play actions, and also hit uh, Kelsey over the middle. That's what I, I think they dominate and uh, matriculate down the field all day long. And uh, they get a turnover or two, like you said, maybe Tyran Matthew, um, to 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 take this game. And I I don't think it's going to be particularly close. And I I'm, I don't want to bet on the on the the over under or the spread. Um, I I think that the uh, the over under in this game could go over even in in bad weather. I think you could see a shootout. So uh, so yeah, give me the Chiefs. Uh, give me Miko Harmon score a touchdown. I think Miko Harmon's he's the guy, he's the man. Um, and yeah, that's 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 what I got. Um, we we pretty much you know went over our gambling uh tendencies for today, so uh, I think we'll we'll go ahead and pass on that, but uh, but yeah, first of all, I wanted to say uh, that we have a sponsor this week. You know, it's been a while, so we have a sponsor. Um, COVID-19 vaccine. Do you want to feel stronger and faster? Do you want to leap tall buildings in single bounds? The COVID-19 vaccine by Moderna or Pfizer is for you. Nice. Okay. That Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if it was available to me, I get it. I, uh, it hasn't been available to me, but apparently it's been available to you. Uh, can you tell us about the process you went through to uh, get the vaccine, Scott? Yeah, it was uh, pretty simple. Uh, I, I got lucky, honestly, because some people made appointments and they didn't show up. And uh, for the vaccine, they have to mix two different compounds together. And once they do that, it's only uh, viable for 24 hours. So they had to use it before uh, it went bad. And so they called for people that were close by. I happened to be, obviously, because we live right here by the medical center and just went down to Energy Stadium, actually. We just drove up. Uh, the whole whole process took about 30 minutes. I drove up. They gave me a shot while I was in the car. I was driving. Mm-hmm. And they have you sit, sit there for about 15 minutes. Um, of course, you fill out some paperwork and get a little card for your proof and everything. Um, they have you sit there for about 15 minutes and uh, just to make sure you have no adverse reactions or anything. And then you, you go along your day. Uh, I felt fine. a little sore about it. But, uh, just I like got any a second shot. Dose. Yeah. yeah, just like any shot. But I'll get a second dose here pretty soon. So. Okay. All right. And you feel great. You're, you yeah. know, it's whatever. Now, it's some, one thing to remember is that you can still give it. Uh, you just, it, you can still contract COVID-19 even with the vaccine. Um, you, your body just doesn't react to it. So, um, you know, yeah. I know you always do. You're always protective. You're always uh, careful about it, but you, you know, wear a mask and, uh, you know, stay vigilant. Maybe we can, we can really cut this COVID nineteen, uh, you know, pandemic down to size, and get together, man. Get together. Yeah. Get get out. 
Go. That's let, cool. <laughs> let, let's go to a bar. Let's watch some sports. Let's wa- let's talk draft. You know, let's let's uh let's get real drunk and reveal our secrets of what we're gonna do next year. I I have a really terrible habit of of doing that, and and you better know even now uh, in January, Super Bowl hasn't even happened yet, and I have a laundry list of players that I'm looking at that I that I love for next year. You know, you always gotta be watching. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, I hope you're ready. Um, is there anything you want to say here before we go? It's just good. Good to be back. Talk some yeah. football. It's good. Yeah. To, you know, we're looking forward to doing some more podcasts. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, maybe, you know, just getting back and, you know, getting prepared for next year's draft. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm ready to, I'm not probably anywhere near as prepared as you are already, but I'm ready to start getting ready and for doing these <laughs> podcasts really helps me do that. I'm ready like, to be oh, ready. <laughs> I'm ready to start getting ready. And that's, that's the first step. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of other people out there that are on the same page as me. So don't worry. You know, we got, you got both sides of the coin here. Huck's yeah. 10, you know, 10 months ahead. And I'm like, yeah, I'm starting to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hey, every strategy works and every, uh, every, you know, People win championships in different ways. Uh, one thing I do want to say is uh, your clock is running out on the bet we made this next year. If you don't win the championship, you have to pay for my buy-in in 2023. How does, uh, you know, is that, does that stress you out at all? Not really, because I, I like where I am in the draft already uh, right now. So that, that's my favorite part of this upcoming year is that not only is hopefully we have a great location draft with everybody there that will be one of the most epic drafts that we've ever had because it'll first time we've gotten together in a while, but I have a great, I'm already in a great position to be in an even better position. So right. I'm looking forward. anybody and, you're looking at, well, I mean, all, of course it all depends on where I land. And so, uh, you know, there's, I, I mean, obviously, for me, I'm I'm a QB guy, so it's obviously going to be a QB. But I guess that's something we'll have to de- delve into into the preseason uh, podcast. True. I remember this year. Um, you know, things don't always go as you seem. You're right. It depends on where you're at. Because this year, uh, I would have given my left nut for Kyler Murray, and you know, I, I'm glad I didn't. Mahomes had a better year, but and it turned out that I got Mahomes. Uh, but man, every person I talk to and every you know statistical uh analyzation of the year and every you know model that i had of my team had Kyler murray in fact they had Kyler murray baker mayfield that's that was what i was going to go with and got neither of them you know just you never know till draft day when i on draft day when i took matt ryan last year i i was felt sick in my mouth i was like oh oh why did i do that i was i just immediately i was like give me something to drink this is terrible yeah. this is the yeah. worst yeah <laughs> I was, yeah and all right. I was right. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. Hey, uh, real quick before we go, and I know I'm stringing this out, um, but Matt Safford not on the Colts, uh, or not on the. I'm sorry, I may have given that away. The Lions. <laughs> oh. Where do you think he goes? <laughs> uh, um, he, hey, you know, you, you can always put the Jags out there. I know Colts have been mentioned, but the Jags are a, a, a contender to, uh, to maybe want to get him. They have a decent defense, new new head coach. They have a lot of draft picks, though, too. They got so the first I'm, pick in the draft. I mean, you don't think they go after uh, one of those I, guys? I, I wouldn't, personally. I don't. I wouldn't want to try to take a real shot like with a young quarter, like a new quarterback like that. I'm just not that. I'm not a huge fan of 
like new quarterbacks. They're not they're not always reliable. Nurse. Yeah, they're always always reliable. Like to me, Stafford, he looks amazing. So I, I think I would love to see him on a real team, with some support because he's never had that other than Megatron, and then Megatron uh, retired, and it was just just him. Right. <laughs> they were like, "Go oh, win it every week," and he was like, Ugh, walking out there just like half dead zombie. So <laughs> it would it would be awesome to see him on the Colts with an offensive line and a defense and uh, you know a good uh, a good organization. That would be really great, but. You know, because getting out of the Lions situation is probably the best thing that's ever happened to him, especially with that new head coach. That guy is a fucking psychopath. I'm looking forward to more uh, press conference <laughs> that guy. With the dude. Yeah. You know <laughs> the what? Dude. And I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I like the guy. I, I, I don't think Dan Campbell is going to be a great coach. I think we're going to be talking about uh, in a few years, Dan Campbell's, you know, going to be on the outs, but. You know, it's whatever. It's, we'll enjoy the, the press conferences right now. But it'll be interesting because we haven't seen a, a new Lions team. I mean, who, who named the Lions quarterback before before Stafford? It starts with a... I feel like it was a laundry list. I feel like they used to have the, the Browns uh, not really. jersey with the list of names. You no, know, like no. it's like eight names. Not nearly as much. This guy, I think, was quarterback for a few years, and then when Stafford came up, he was his uh, like mentor. Ogle, Ogletree? No. Uh, no, no. What do you got? Uh, Kitna. Oh, Kitna. Kitna was there for a while. That's right. I, just, I didn't watch many NFC North games back in the day because I was like, for a while, you know, I only watched Steelers games on the Sundays or maybe in Texans games. Like, Lions games were never like a – specialty and i didn't draft lions either in fantasy i was like oh stay away from them unless you get megatron which i never drafted early enough so that was about yeah. it it's been and a then, long you know, long time long, and chase long would time. take staff really early so i'm like all right lions are taken yeah it's sad to see the changing of the guard you know i always talk about this uh i i am i have a golden age of football that i talk about a lot and that's like our high school days um with lt and and Larry Johnson and, you know, all these quarterbacks coming up. Drew Brees was a new quarterback and Tom Brady was in his first five or six years. Um, and it's really sad to see Philip Rivers go. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that and we're probably going to see bingo. I don't know. You, maybe you have a better opinion than I um, do. You know, they just signed Dwayne Haskins. So, you know, Ben's obviously the backup now. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you find a, you signed a futures contract, so right. we'll see if he makes the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kid, I kid. But uh, but it's really sad to see Philip. I love uh, yeah. Philip's grit. I love seeing Philip play. He was an enjoyable watch. And, uh, you know, we're seeing, I mean, who we have left, people that, are, that were quarterbacks that when we were in high school, Brady, Rodgers, Rosper, um Breeze. Breeze gone. He, he's retired. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, oh, what we have left. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, what do we have left? I mean, who, who going into next year, who's who's still standing? Um nah, that's 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 it. You know, there's there's no others. Um if we're talking about uh NFL Street, there's one one guy. And that's that's Brady. Everybody yeah. else is gone. Um there, there is no other, uh, you know, NFL street player. And so, I mean, we, we expected, you know, 
you obviously these times come and go. I, I've talked about this with baseball in the past where it's, you know, there's, there's a generation that just kind of ends up dying off. And I think, uh, you know, Brady is actually the end of that generation. I think actually Aaron Rodgers and Brady, these guys that we're going to watch later on today are the end of that generation. Then we're going to start talking about, you know, this new generation coming up. So, so yeah. All right. Well, you know, we're rambling on, rambling on about, about these games, but uh, we will be back next week with a Super Bowl preview. Um, we'll try to get you uh, updated on, on Super Bowl squares throughout the week and, uh, and talk about, you know, little uh, promotions and things that we got going on for the Super Bowl. And, uh, and yeah, maybe we'll get a little more uh, clarification on Cameron's thoughts on uh, the draft location. Yeah, I'd maybe like to hear a little more about that. That, that would be something that we'd like to hear about um, because, you know, it's not, you know, you think about it and you think next year's so far, next year's so far, you know what, in about five months in June, uh, end of June, we're going to be starting up you know, gearing up these, these preseason podcasts and getting the positional stuff ready. Five months comes and goes, especially during a pandemic, especially during a pandemic, especially when we're just sitting inside and not doing shit. So um, I'd like to know where we're going. I'd like to make some plans. I'd like to, you know, get that PTO fired up and, and, uh, and, and let's get going. Let's get going. So, all right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. See you later. Due to run mine. Snatch a piece of my pondering. This didn't fire like yonder in. Skin of my tooth like, skin of my boot like. Flying my soup like, where's the waitress? Can't take this, really can't face this. These ears and all these graces. It's my mistake, I make it. Shade up to the boom, now make it. Bounce, wiggle, bounce, wiggle. Shake it on them veins out. Chemical cut throats. Bound to blow the brain out. Cut to the brain, this ain't no game. I show no shame. My birth is pain, I'm just.